slightly younger, and then another. Kale counted twenty in all, before another brace of redeemers brought up the rear, and slowly and arthritically the gate began to close. Kale's expression changed as he leant forward to see out of the closing gate and into the scablands beyond. He had been outside the walls on only six occasions since he had come here more than a decade before. It was said the youngest child ever brought to the sanctuary. On these six occasions he was watched as if the lives of his guards depended on it, which they did. Had he failed any of these six tests, for that was what they were, he would have been killed on the spot. Of his former life, he could remember nothing. As the gate shut, he turned his attention to the boys again. None of them was plump, but they had the round faces of young children. All were wide-eyed at the sight of the keep, its immense size, its huge walls. But, though bewildered and scared simply by the strangeness of their surroundings, they were not afraid. Kale's chest filled with deep and strange emotions that he could not have given a name to. But, lost in them as he was, his talent for keeping one ear alive to whatever was going on around him saved him, as it had so many times in the past. He moved away from the window and walked on down the corridor. You! Wait! Kale stopped and turned round. One of the redeemers, hugely fat, with folds of skin hanging over the edge of his collar, was standing in one of the doorways off the passage, steam and odd sounds emerging from the room behind him. Kale looked at him, his expression unchanged. Come here and let me see you! The boy walked towards him. "'Ah, it's you,' said the fat redeemer. "'What are you doing here?' "'The Lord of Discipline sent me to take this to the drum.' "'He held up the blue sack he was carrying. "'What did you say? Speak up!' "'Kale knew, of course, that the fat redeemer was deaf in one ear "'and had deliberately spoken quietly. "'Kale repeated himself, this time shouting loudly, "'Are you trying to be funny, boy?' "'No, redeemer.' "'What were you doing by the window?' "'The window? "'Don't play me for a fool. "'What were you doing?' "'I heard the northwest gate being opened. "'Did you, by God?' "'This seemed to distract him. "'They're early!' "'He grunted with annoyance, "'and then turned and looked back into the kitchen, "'for that was who the fat man was, "'the Lord of Vittles, overseer of the kitchen, "'from which the Redeemers were well fed "'and the boys hardly at all.' Twenty extra for dinner!' he shouted into the evil-smelling steam behind him. He turned back to Kale. "'Were you thinking when you were by that window?' "'No, Redeemer.' "'Were you daydreaming?' "'No, Redeemer. "'If I catch you loitering again, Kale, I'll have the hide off you. "'Hear me?' "'Yes, Redeemer.' The Lord of Vittles turned back into the room and began to close the door. As he did so, Kale spoke softly, but quite distinctly, so that anyone not hard of hearing would have picked it up. I hope you choke on it, you lardy dritzek. The door slammed shut, and Kale headed off down the corridor, dragging the large sack behind him. It took nearly fifteen minutes, running most of the way, before he came to the drum located at the end of its own short passageway. It was called the drum because that was what it looked like, as long as you disregarded the fact that it was six feet tall and embedded in a brick wall. 
On the other side of the drum was a place sealed off from the rest of the sanctuary where, it was rumoured, there lived twelve nuns who cooked for the Redeemers only and washed their clothes. Kale did not know what a nun was and had never seen one, although from time to time he did talk to one of them through the drum. He did not know what made nuns different from other women who were spoken of rarely and only then with distaste. There were two exceptions, the hanged Redeemer's holy sister and the blessed Imelda Lambertini, who at the age of eleven had died of ecstasy during her first communion. The Redeemers had not explained what ecstasy was, and no one was foolish enough to ask. Kale gave the drum a spin, and then it turned on its axis, revealing a large opening. He dumped the blue sack inside and gave it another spin. Then he banged on the side, causing it to emit a loud boom. He waited for thirty seconds, and then a muffled voice spoke from the other side of the drum wall. What is it?